Welcome! We here at Two Guys and Video Games are by no means experts, and you shouldn't take what we say too seriously or personally. We sure don't, but we do enjoy video games a lot and tend to be very silly. So strap yourselves in, it's going to be an interesting show today. Everybody, and welcome to the first episode of 2018 of Two Guys in Video Games. Woo! I'm Ryan, your host. And I'm the Sniffle Jan today. He is the Sniffle Jan. He is sickle. But just a little bit. Just a little bit. But we wanted to get together and give our two cents on what deserved awards in gaming this year because 2017 was an absolutely fantastic game for gaming. Or, wow. <laughs> Fantastic year for gaming. Yeah, t- 2017 basically was a game. Let's be real here. Yeah, very um, <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, it was a fantastic year for gaming, albeit there were some less fantastic moments, but, uh, you know, we'll get to that. We, we uh, persevered. That's what matters. We persevered, even though there wasn't much persevering that needed to be done because, damn, like, so many fantastic titles. Like, I don't know about you, but I played, like, at least, like, 25, 30 new games this year. No kidding. Yeah, but we, John and I put our very, like, unique heads together and we came up with it. Yeah, that's one way to put it. We came up with some categories for our gaming awards of 2017. Categories are best fresh meat, which is what new IP did we play this year that we absolutely loved? Most Dead Horse. What uh, game has been one. what game or franchise has been released and re-released over and over again to the point where it is the most beaten dead horse in existence? <laughs> I'm very proud of that title. <laughs> I, I am too. You did a good job on that. We really wish you didn't, aka the No Man's Sky Award. My personal favorite. John's personal favorite, and that's basically what game that came out this year that we're like, what? Best potty game. What game do you use while you're using the toilet? Yes. Franchise C. Seep- <laughs> yeah, taking care. You can't of forget those. Yeah, you can't forget those. No, like potty games are like a must nowadays, especially in the modern workplace. Oh yeah. Uh, franchise CPR, which is what game came out this year that basically jump started the franchise that may or may not have been dying. The Comeback King. What game was re-released this year and is better than ever before? And we're yes. going to wrap it up with most anticipated of 2018. What game that is coming out this year that we are the most excited for? So, Let the hype train roll! Choo-choo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we, we all wrote articles on our website as well about our top whatevers of uh, 2017 because there was just so much good stuff that came out this year. and like I'm still working on mine. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody did a top 10 except for me. I did top 13 because I go against the grain. That <laughs> and I explained why I do that in my article. So you should go read it. 
Um, but yeah, so I think if you don't have anything else to say, I think we'll jump right into it with the yeah. first award. Yeah, let's do it. So for the award for Best Fresh Meat, just as a reminder, this is the best new IP that came out this year. So our contenders are Prey, Horizon Zero Dawn, Cuphead, and Hollow Knight. Um, yeah, these were a lot of great games that came out. Oh, yeah. Like, Pre- Prey kind of took a different spin on survival horror at, like, Dead Space, but more uh, uh, accessible, more uh, uh, explore heavy. You could explore more with it, and the weapons really helped you out with that. Yeah, as I've said multiple times on the podcast, I absolutely abhor horror, like, so much, mm-hmm. but I actually really enjoyed Prey. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, uh, uh, Coffee Cup, uh, PTSD. Yeah, it, it, made me, it made me distrust Coffee Cups, which is kind of... <laughs> Kind of ironic why I liked Cuphead as well, then. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, Cuphead, like, I heard about this game years ago, and I saw the art style was, like, basically old-school Walt Disney and, like, all that. And I was mm. like, that's really interesting. I hope that game is good and not just a gimmick, and it's not just it's a good. gimmick. It's good. It's good. Hollow uh, Knight but- is a Metroidvania Dark Souls. That's the Ooh. best way to explain this game. And... It was a contender for my list, but didn't quite make the cut. It would have been, you know, next on the list if I extended the list. But you had to cut it off somewhere. Yep. Yep. And, and Horizon like... Horizon was a game that came out for PS4 this year. I really enjoyed it. It was basically Breath of the Wild, but for PS4. For the PS4. Yeah, exactly. A little different, but same explore, go around, kill things, make weapons, go with, through. With a heavier plot. emphasis on story, for sure. Much heavier emphasis on story. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, so we have our contenders. Let's see. The winner for Best Fresh Meat is... Prey! Congratulations! Woo! So the reason why we felt like Prey was the winner for this year, for this category, was because it kind of took like a really fresh look at stuff. Like It wasn't just like a first-person shooter. Uh, the glue gun can also can not only immobilize enemies, but can block up passageways, allow you to walk across landings and go to and give you more accessibility around the area. Uh, the crafting system was really unique where you can break down parts and like either make uh, uh, neuromods to increase your abilities or to make other weapon types or make ammo, depending on what you're lo- looking for. Uh, it was really easy to explore. There's a lot of climbing. There's a lot of abilities that makes it easier to explore. And it just was really polished and just really nice and just a kind of refreshing new take on it. And I didn't really explore too much with the, um, oh, what were the creatures called? I don't remember anymore. But oh, no, uh, no, no. it's been so long since I've played yeah, it. Yeah, right, this point. right. It's been it's been a long. But you can actually take some of the creatures' abilities and use those as well, which kind of c- gives it a whole kind of unique gameplay. And this may yeah. start feel like uh, System Shock Two a little bit as far as that goes. But um, I still think it's a really fresh take and a really nice stab at the uh, survival horror genre. So I think that's to us the best IP of this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. Cuphead was definitely my second because Ooh, I just. Yeah. I still haven't finished that game. Like it's so difficult, mm. but like, oh, you, oh, we finished it the other day. It's it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had the time to actually like sit down and just grind it out because I get so frustrated at things nowadays that like my attention span is like if I die too many times I'll be like screw this game and put it down. Oh, dude, you t- I like, told you like go- going into like the third area we had died two hundred eighty times. By the time we beat the game, we had died eight hundred times. Like those that last yeah. two levels were awful. 
No, it's it's so hard, but it's so great. And the soundtrack is just fantastic. It takes you back to an Not age. Just the soundtrack, the, soundtrack like, the art style, there's like the oh, whole yeah. feel of the game is just kind of have that nice retro feel to it. You know, the overtones of bootlegging. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Brings you back oh. to a time where things were grand, as our oh, grandparents yeah. like to say. <laughs> the good old days. The good old days, except they were during the Great Depression, so not really that great. Well, but yeah, they made it work. <laughs> but yeah, Prey definitely deserved it. It um, it made me distrust coffee cups, and it gave John possibly one of the biggest laughs he had of 2017 when I went got to that scene. <laughs> oh, it was so great! I've. I dropped oh. the controller and kind of freaked out a little <laughs> bit, and he just was sitting over on the couch dying of laughter. And he's and after that, he's just running around breaking every single coffee mug. It didn't matter whether it was a monster or not. He just he just had to. He had a personal vendetta against in them my ever defense, since. <laughs> in my defense, he was mocking me for doing that. And then the one time where he's like, you know, you don't have to break every coffee cup. It's not always going to be a monster. I broke a coffee cup and it was a monster. <laughs> so <laughs> I stand well, I proven toes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Prey definitely deserved it. It was mm -hmm. a lot of fun, made me overcome my fear of horror. And just, I love a good space game because there oh, haven't yeah. been too, too many new ones lately. I mean, Dead Space had come out with the trilogy, but that that suffered from the same thing that uh, Resident Evil had, and that's yeah. moving away from the horror style of it and going to more of like an action game. So yeah, this is a refreshing. Resident take Evil on that. also like I liked Resident Evil Four a lot. Oh yeah, that was more of an action game kind of, but like more atmospheric. Yeah, like yeah. you. It didn't rely on jump scares. I felt like seven relied way too heavily on jump scares. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it's more like a traditional scary movie kind right. of feel to it. Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, you remember those crawly things that you had to have like the infrared scope to kill? Those things were Whoa! nightmares, man. Oops, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a nightmare, but. It was a great nightmare. I definitely enjoyed every oh, yeah. second of it. Oh, I, yeah. I look forward to actually like playing it again because it's a game that definitely warrants replayability. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, well, would you like to introduce the next category? I would like to introduce the next category. The next category is the most dead horse. Oh, boy. Here we go. To remind you, this is the category for a game or series that has been re-released so many times. It's basically... Beating a dead horse more than any ho dead horse has ever been dead. <laughs> and the nominees are Mario Party 100, The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, Call of Duty, mo uh, not Modern Warfare 2, War World War 2. There you go. <laughs> and Assassin's Creed Origins. Yes, yes. So, so Mario Party 100, that's like a really great concept and people have wanted like a best of for so long mm. but i played it and i was so let down yeah and let's again that's the 16th installation in the series uh sixth uh, spinoff and so like it's it's been done and redone and redone so like i i feel like it's definitely a good contender on this list yeah they haven't been that great either 
Yeah, and this one felt even more lackluster because it felt like it was really just a mini game rush, which it was a mini know, game rush, which isn't and necessarily. They didn't even a bad pick thing. the best ones. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like, uh, I mean, you made an attempt. I'll give you that much. Yeah, um, Skyrim. I don't really think much needs to be said about that. The game's been released on anything that processes. Basically, like I'm, I'm really excited for the TI eighty four edition. That's going to be yeah. the best one. I'm legitimately expecting Bethesda to be like next year on your smartphone, you'll be able to play Skyrim. <laughs> like I, I would not be surprised just because it's been released on everything else. So far. basically and like, it came out on switch this year, which is why it's nominated because it came out for switch. <laughs> exactly. What platform has it not touched? Um, nothing that isn't a modern console. Basically, I was about to say Virtual Boy. That seems to be the only yeah. safe bet at this point. Yeah, it's even touched VR. I know it's crazy. Yeah, and I've heard it's not even that fun on VR because it's pain in the neck to travel. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, but um, Call of Duty World War Two. The first Call of Duty was a World War Two. So mm-hmm. calling it Call of Duty World War Two is kind of unnecessary. It's been a World War Two game for a very large number of the installments very true and like the number of installments is just obscene if even too many even if you've never played modern warfare like you i would know you've heard of it like there's just too many commercials it's too out there it's just they've been around way too long and on that topic actually there's a reason that game was called modern warfare because it was the first game that took place in modern times yeah for real like most of them were like classic uh, yeah, like, like either I think there was one in Vietnam uh, back yep. then, and there was uh, there they were mostly World War II shooters up until that point, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the one after it was another World War II sh- shooter. Yeah, and then you had the Battlefield series, which kind of took yeah, that well, same vein around. Battlefield's them. a less dead horse, which is why I didn't put it on. That's this. true. That's very true. They also at least try to keep it fresh. Like Battlefield One, I don't think there's been a World War One shooter game that I can think of. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, that, I got that's another much, one that's kind of like enough said because I mean, like, what I, is I kind of have been done for with Assassin's Creed for like a really long time now. I haven't really played any of them since Black Flag. I I didn't even get that far. I got burnt out after like the second or third one. Yeah, I stopped playing after three for a while, and then one of my friends told me Black Flag was actually legitimately good. So oh, I was okay. like, all right, fine. I got it on sale, and it was. It was legitimately good. It was much oh. better than three. Oh, I'll have to pick that one up and try it out. But after that, we had like a whole bunch of ones that were like mediocre releases that I just really didn't care about. <laughs> yeah. So. Alrighty. So. If you. So we have the nominees. The yes. winner is. Skyrim. Wow. What Good a job, surprise. Skyrim. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. Get up here and take a bow, Skyrim. For real. For real. And uh, no more bows. You've had enough. No more bows. Get out of here. Leave. <laughs> You're done. Seriously? Give us the Elder Scrolls 6 already. <laughs> or at least like, so, or anything different, please. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the most recent release, which is what this was nominated for, the only exclusive content was the Master Sword and Breath of the Wild gear, mm. which if you've played on PC for any amount of time, you downloaded the Master Sword mod on day one. Basically, yeah. So I've been playing with the Master Sword in Skyrim for quite a long time. Although I will say that if they do re-release Skyrim again this year, I cannot wait for the Ugandan Knuckles mod to be pre-installed. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, that's gonna that's oh. <laughs> just hear clicking in the distance and you know you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be a thing, or if it's not already a thing. Basically, basically. I'm sure it's already been done. Yeah. But All right. I, so. I played Skyrim back when I was like a freshman in college. Yeah, and, that like, came out like the forever. fact that it's still being yeah, like seven years. Yeah, yeah. Which It'll, that'll be relevant at a later topic. God, I remember the memes <laughs> when it was like, I want to study, but Skyrim. I remember yeah. that. Jesus. I remember the 4chan thread that was like this guy who got it at launch and just was slowly descending into madness <laughs> <laughs> because he was binging it so much. And like one of his friends was like, I'm outside. Your parents are worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it was a fantastic game at the time. But at this point, it's like I love the game and I want to keep loving the game. So stop making me annoyed that it continues to exist. Stop rooting Skyrim. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. It's like <laughs> we get it. The game's good. Stop telling us how good it is that it deserves to be on every system because it really doesn't. Basically, Jesus. Like, we did not need Skyrim on the go. Like, yeah, that's cool, but it wasn't really that necessary. Yeah, I would say, if, I would say at least five years too late. Yeah, pretty much. All, All right. right but well, speaking of games that we weren't exactly keen on seeing, we really wish you didn't. The No Man's Sky Award. Just as a reminder, this is one of the more, this category is more for games that had a lot of hype behind them that came out really, dis that just had a really disappointing launch. So, our contenders this year are. Battlefront 2, Sonic Forces, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and last but certainly not least, Mass Effect Andromeda. Well, it very well could be this. <laughs> That's the whole point of this category, after all. Well, very true, um, very true. But uh, Yeah, but Battlefront it, 2, oh my god. Yeah, like, gosh. Like, I think Donkey put it perfectly in his video. It's just like, oh, man, they li they really seem to be listening to the fans. They're doing all this stuff. They're changing it up. But this is EA. They're going to find some way to mess it up. And then they found a way to mess, mess it, it up. up. Basically, yeah. Like, I, I don't understand why you would lose. Like, video games are supposed to be fun, not money machines. Like, I, I don't go to uh, casinos to play the slot machines because I don't find it enjoyable to throw my money away. So why are you doing it to me in a Battlefront game? Like, don't. Loot boxes are dumb. Don't make yeah. me pay $80 for a game and then give me loot boxes that I have to pay even more money for. It's stupid. Yeah, pretty much. And they did take out the microtransactions, but you know they're going to put it back in in, like, um, But I also heard that they got a they got a communication down from the mouse telling them to uh, stop it. Thank goodness, because, like, that was, yeah. that was, that's getting out of control. Yeah. But um, enough about that one. Uh, Sonic Forces. Oh, I really wanted 3D Sonic to be good again, especially since they said you can make your own original character, which mm. Sonic fans have been dreaming about for years. Basically, yeah. They made a game where you can make your own Sonic OC, and they didn't make it possible to play as Cold Steel. <laughs> that sucks. I legitimately was upset about that because... <laughs> The Sonic page is basic. The Sonic social media is basically a meme at this point. I was like, oh, my God, you have to have known that people want Cold Steel because they've made Cold Steel jokes before. They even have a downloadable content for a Sanic shirt. What? Yeah, you can put a Sanic shirt on your character. 
Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Except not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a pretty average game. And I, I was let down. I think the story is darker than what Sonic is used to. So I thought that would have made it good, but it didn't really come together very well. So, No, it didn't. So and, Ultra Sun and Moon, I have a lot of beef with as well. Yeah. And like the I, game came out less than a year before they remade it. And I get it. They have a lot of new additions. You, know, you can go and go to the realm where the, shadow, the Ultra Beasts are at. So they're more accessible now. Uh, they have a lot of cool new tweaks added to it. So there's a, it's not just like straight up a, uh, uh, a re-release. Like there's more it's stuff not. added to it, but like so soon, like it just didn't feel right. I have two words for you, Nintendo. DLC. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fine. That's how you do that. You make it DLC or you patch the game because these all should have been things that were in the game to begin with. Yeah, exactly. The game wasn't that great at launch. I didn't ever really go back to play it like I thought I would, even though I loved the main story. Oh, yeah. Oh, just yeah. Afterwards, I was just like, I don't really have anything left to do. And I fell out of competitive Pokemon because I just didn't really care anymore. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I so, think they even tweaked the storyline a little bit, too. So it's not they strictly did. the same. But at the same time, like it's it's hard for me to bring up the uh, the energy to play through a game again, like all the way yeah. through. And also, they charged full price for. It. Yeah, that Come was a, that was a bit that was a bit much. Like I, I, I like kind of had hoped they have like a deal. It's like yeah, if you have like either of the games, like trade it in, and we'll give you like half off or seventy five percent off or anything. Like it wasn't it wasn't anything like that. And I went to GameStop just to see, and they were like, yeah, we'll give you five bucks for it. And I was like, <laughs> Excuse no, you. Won't. you. <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. I got and I got both Sun and Moon at launch because I really had high hopes for Gen 7. Jeez, that's ridiculous. And just for the record, as upset as I am at this, mm -hmm. Rowlet is still my son. Yeah, he is still my little Borb who grows up to have an emo phase and then grows up even more to become the Green Arrow, a.k.a. Oliver Queen. <sighs> that that joke never gets old for you, does it? No, it's not getting old because <laughs> I'm so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Rowlet. He's like one of my favorite Pokemon. Like, and I normally don't like the new Pokemon that much, but I love him. Like, he he's my son. It it's very abundantly clear. Yeah, and I then, mean, Austin was kind of upset when he found out that Tori and I adopted a child together. But like, <laughs> we couldn't agree whose son he was, so mm -hmm. we just decided to split him. Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and uh, um, can't forget about so, Mass Effect Andromeda, though. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, I know they yeah. patched some of the facial animations, but at that point, it was, like, too little, The damage too late. was done. Yeah, like, I have way too many screenshots about my character just looking, like, derpy, derpy. as hell. And, like, it bothered me because I spent, like, legit two hours trying to make her look decent. And it turned out okay. I even, like, sent screenshots to people to be like, hey, does this look good? And then it's just like, she just looks terrible at every angle mm -hmm. at any given moment. Like, I don't know how. And, like, the story was okay. Like, it wasn't great. The multiplayer was kind of disappointing because it was, like, more of the same. They, didn't, they made it a little bit more mobile, but it doesn't, or mobile, but they didn't really, like, change it up much. It was still much more or less the same formula with, like, slightly different maps. So. It also has, at least at launch, it was like full of glitches. And like oh people say, like, God. oh, well, it looks good now. But like, if it's bad at launch, nobody's going to give a crap. Yeah, exactly. Th this is called the No Man's Sky Award for a reason. <laughs> no Man's Sky did the exact same thing. It was horrible at launch. Mm -hmm. And like, 
estates and now it's a relatively passable game but the reputation has already been set nobody's going to get that game just because it's so infamous yeah basically. and it's still not even that great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right well but we have our without further ado contem- let's go ahead and tell them which game won crappiest of the year all right so the really wish you didn't the no man's sky award goes to Battlefront 2, congratulations, Boo. EA. <laughs> I, I mean, like, Boo. just to kind of reiterate the point, like, how many downvotes did it get? Like, the most in Reddit history? Like, how what was it, like, 60, The most 70, in Reddit 000? history, it was 681,000. Yeah, like, at the last time minute. I checked. Like, I, I don't know how you piss off that many people so effectively, but congratulations, EA. You did a, you did a fantastic job in that category. Here's the better thing about that, though. Up until that point, the most downvoted comment on Reddit was only a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah. That, this, they, like, blew it out of the water by, like, hundredfold. There, I, it was that bad. Yeah, you're going to have to try to break that record. Yeah. All God, right, well. That was just... It was such a mess, and, like, I played the beta, and I really wanted to, like, I really did. And And I did, actually, no, I did like the game. I liked the game. Yeah, the single-player mode was awesome. I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah, and I actually even enjoyed the multiplayer. Like I said, I played the beta, and, like, even though we got two stages, it was a beta, so I understood, but Mm -hmm. I loved it, and I was like, this has potential. I'm really enjoying this game right now. And then, just, no, I'm not paying for loot boxes. I'm not grinding so much to like get heroes and just i don't want to support ea and they are a company that deserves to go bankrupt because they continue to make horrible choices that are anti-consumer yeah yeah it's like they try to figure out how to put in a monetization machine into the game as opposed to like making the game fun so that they can make money like that's yeah and like a lot of people were saying like there are a lot of games that have loot boxes but nobody else complains about those this isn't just another game. This is a Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah. We I, have been waiting for a Star Wars game for so long. And Battlefront 1 was, like, disappointing at best. Mm. But, like, it still didn't have loot box, So it wins over this. <laughs> but, like, God, I had such high hopes when I heard that the DLC was going to be free. And then, like, I'm realizing now, I'm like, I should have realized they were going to find another way to squeeze money out of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it, it was bad, and I don't like EA anymore. They don't deserve to be a company. They don't deserve your money. Stop buying EA games so they can go under. And also, Disney, if you are listening to me, I know you might be listening to this podcast now because Tori is at the <laughs> Disney College program. So you're probably monitoring her and all of her associates. So if you are listening to me right now, revoke EA's exclusivity. Please. Like, you're not hurting anybody's feelings. I promise. That's fine. You're hurting EA's feelings, but their feelings deserve to be hurt. I, I, do they even have feelings anymore after what they've been doing? I don't think they have feelings Probably anymore. not, no. I don't think so. But this has been kind of depressing, so let's move on to some actually good games. How about that? Yeah, let's move on to the best potty game. Can I run so, that by us one more time, Ryan? Yeah. So, best potty game is a game that's great while you're sitting on the toilet doing your business because it's a quick game. You can jump into it. You can jump out of it with no real loss or anything. And, like, you don't have to sit down and dedicate, like, a bunch of time to it because it's very story-based or whatnot. So, without further ado, the nominees for best potty game are Pokémon Tournament DX, Fire Emblem Warriors, 
Poyo Poyo Tetris, and Skullgirls Mobile. So Pokken came out on the Wii U, but mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly a potty game then because it was a Wii U game. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have the mobility for it. And I picked up Pokken at launch, actually, and didn't really play it that much. Or I played played the Wii U version, but I didn't really play the uh, Switch version Mm -hmm. because there were so many other things that were coming out around that time. I was like, yeah, this doesn't really take priority. (laughs) So recently I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem Warriors, which we'll get to in a second. Right, right. And pretty much played my fill of that. So I was like, I'm going to give Pokken another shot. And my son's in it. So I played as my son, obviously. And I was just like, wow, everything that they added to this game is absolutely fantastic. It's basically a sequel. Yeah. And even though it's literally the same game, just with a couple extra modes, it feels so fresh. And the new characters are fantastic. They're getting DLC for it. Like, I loved it. So Fire Emblem Warriors is another great Switch game. You jump into scenarios, you do a bit of fighting, you win, you celebrate, you drink, you make your ancestors proud, all that stuff. <laughs> I can play as my waifus. Oh, do you have God. any idea how happy that makes me? Well, and I can play as Krom. I can play as Krom. But it was great. Like I love the Warriors games. I loved Hyrule Warriors. I poured over 100 hours into this game already. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a very great game for a quick encounter where you're sitting on the toilet. Very true, very true. And uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris, that was an interesting one, because I'm a fan of Tetris, and I used to play Kirby's Avalanche, and so when you kind of mix the two together, it makes for a very unique uh, gameplay experience, and like, I played the demo forever, and that was just fun, just to, just play a quick game against some AI, do whatever, play for a few minutes, and then, you know, you move on. It's a, and it's yeah. not a bad party game either, so like, you know, sure, it's a good potty game, and it's also a good party game, so you ha- kind of have like the best of both going on here. I know I played with yeah. Austin all the time. Um, yeah, I liked this game a lot as well. I'm I a very good Tetris player. Like, I took the master test on the actual Grandmaster machine and passed. Wow. I didn't pass the Grandmaster level, but I passed the master level. So, Dude, I love Tetris. We, we should, this play, one that. We was should just, play that sometimes, because I'm curious how good you are at this. I Poyo Poyo Tetris, I'm not nearly as good mm-hmm. because it like offends me as a Tetris player, but I still love it a lot of fun. Well, I mean, you could do just like a strictly Tetris mode. So it's like if you wanted to go just te- head to head with Tetris, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, oh, oh, we're sorry. Two guys in video games is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please hang in there and we'll come back shortly. Oh, wait, here I come now. So another good game that I found is really good on the, when you're using the toilet is uh, Skull Girl, Skullgirls Mobile. Um, that had been had a console release a couple years ago, and now they have, I think, a second Encore or something along those lines. And it plays more or less like a re- typical Skullgirls game, except there's more stats. You can choose uh, which abilities your characters have. Um, and it's really, really fun. Like, it's not often you see a fighting game on a phone and have it be good in any capacity. And this one's really, really good. Uh, I probably put in, oh, geez, playing this for like at least half a year, easy. And I've gotten a a lot of the uh, top tier characters because they're like, as you expect, like they're broken down to like bronze, silver and gold. So I've gotten quite a few golds and uh, it's just really it's just a really good, solid fighting game. Uh, They actually go through some of the origin stories, even in the mobile game, which is really kind of cool. The energy, they have an energy system, but it's not as obnoxious as you think it'd be. It's just a really well-balanced uh, free-to-play game. Yeah. And it's a good fighting game. So, like, 
you really can't complain. Yeah, Skullgirls was popular for a very long time, and I know people who still play it today, and I managed to get it for free recently, so I've been wanting to give it a shot, but I played, um, well, a better shot. I played it a while ago with some friends, and I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> yeah, fighting games are definitely, like, good potty games. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, without further ado, the winner is... Pokin! Congratulations! So yeah. yeah, I know that both Pokemon and Skullgirls are both kind of within the same vein, but I think with, again, as you said, with all the re- new releases they did with uh, Pokemon DX, uh, I think that having the daily missions definitely gave it a new kind of spice to it. So yeah. that way you're kind of encouraged to try different characters and different kind of teams. Oh, not, they even did, just, wh- not even just the daily mission, the mission panels. Oh my gosh, yeah. So now you have like something else to do instead of just rushing through the uh, tournaments you can take your time and just kind of like all right, yeah. i got to do this with these characters and whatnot yeah no like i've been going through all the leagues and like i finish them all really quickly but then i go back and finish the missions and then there's another mission panel so i keep doing free play in the leagues and you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. takes a lot more time which is good like i like yeah i like it forcing me to slow down a little bit yeah and like the new characters they got they uh introduced to it was really nice and they got even more coming out uh, with this next batch of DLC, so... Yeah, God, you know, who do they have? They have Blastoise and one other that I forget. Ah, uh, I know I was told it, but I don't remember now. Yeah, I'm excited for Blastoise, though. All they need is Venusaur now, and the original three will be in the game. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So congratulations to Pokin for best potty game. Yeah, and I uh, will continue to be using it probably tonight. But now let's get to a game that's really brought a franchise back to life, or at least saved it from the brink. Yeah. So a lot of our favorite franchises recently have been kind of slipping in quality or just not existing really at all. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the game that basically gave them CPR. So the nominees for franchise CPR are Metroid Samus Returns, Sonic Mania, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Mario Odyssey. Now, most of those are pretty much like well, what are you talking about? Zelda and Mario weren't dead. Think about it. When was the last time we got a new Zelda game? Not a remake. New one. Been a really long time since Skyward Sword came out, and that game is not very good. Yeah, very, very true. Mario Odyssey. The last time we got a, Mar- a, three, a true 3D Mario game was Galaxy 2, and that was pretty much as long as uh, it's been since... Uh, Skyward Sword came out. So it's been a really long time for those franchises. Yeah, I think people that weren't really. Came, yeah, I think it came out like a 2010. So that's seven, eight years ago now. Yeah, no, it's been a really long time. And Metroid just, oh my God, Metroid. I mean, got, the last one they had released was uh, Federation Forces, which, you that know. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the last Metroid anything we got. And even though it's like a cheap soccer game, not soccer game, sorry, a cheap. Uh, team shooter that got a metroid skin thrown on it no <laughs> doesn't count not a metroid game and samus returns i put so many hours into that game like i played through it three times it's absolutely fantastic i was so happy that that game finally got remade mm-hmm. and they teased that uh zero mission might get remade as well that that would be interesting to see that one remade. sorry not zero mission uh fusion oh yeah 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 and um sonic mania like, Ooh, Sonic man. is good again. We're going to ignore that Forces came out this year for the purposes <laughs> of this one. Sonic is good again. 
Oh gosh, like they did, they really went back to the roots, kind of like a Sonic CD kind of style of stuff. Yeah. But they, it was like a mixture of both old and new. So there's they, they had new characters, new kind of uh, story to go around with it. Um, yeah, it it did actually tie directly into forces, believe it or not. Yeah, no, I believe it. And uh, even the uh, uh, the special zones, the special stages. Oh yeah, my gosh, those were, those were so much fun! Like they always try to do a new take on it, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it's kind of meh. This, this one, one was really so good. Well. I thoroughly enjoyed this. And the one. Uh, the checkpoint mini games were the special stages from Sonic Three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun. And the metals, the metal hunting was a lot of fun. But, oh um, yeah. Yeah, so Sonic's good again. We're going to ignore all that. Metroid is coming out with Metroid Prime 4 at some point soon. So that's going to be like, if this is like the, you know, chest compressions, Metroid Prime 4 is going to be like the paddles. <laughs> Pretty much. And Breath of the Wild. I think we both have talked about that game like a lot. Yeah, it's probably just not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. Mario Odyssey. God, it's so much fun. That, that one was also a solid game. Like so many solid quality games yeah. this year. There's just, there's just so much that like we've already said about those two. I don't really think there's anything else to say about them. Well, so, there's uh, only one thing we can really say. And who's the winner? Yeah. So the winner of franchise CPR is Sonic Mania. Congratulations, Sonic. We love you, Sonic. Gotta go fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, as we said before, like, it's, it's, uh, the, who is the guy? Uh, Chris Whitehead? Is that Christian Whitehead. Yeah. It's it's a really, it's a testament to the fans, honestly. Because in a world filled with Nintendo DMCAs, there is Sega, who, is smart and actually hires the fans who make their games to <laughs> make them for real. Yeah, there you so go, they hired exactly. like three or four fan game creators to make Mania, and they were like, "Yeah, just do what you want with it. We know you got this covered." And Christian White had actually re- rebuilt the Sonic Physics engine from scratch years ago because he was wow. working on a fan project to remake the originals, which he got paid to do by Sega on the phones. Wow. So, yeah, no, he did an absolutely fantastic job. He deserves a medal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he made Sonic great again. And it, it's the perfect mix of old and new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the graphics are just updated enough to, like, reflect 2017, but still, still remind us of the good old feel. days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, we're going to ignore that Forces came out and made Sonic <laughs> not good again because. I want to hold on to the feeling that Sonic is great again because I just <laughs> fell in love with this game. Well, we can object- objectively say that 2D Sonic is great again. 2D sure. Sonic never wasn't great. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All so, right. Now let's go on that, talk In about- that vein of franchises that were saved or whatnot, what about franchises that pretty much did the same old thing but did it a little bit better this time? Gotcha. So we have a category this year called Comeback Kings. Uh, so these are titles that are remakes, but uh, have uh, had something about them that uh, made them better, whether it's our graphics or gameplay quality additions or that kind of thing. So um, what we have in the running for this one, we have Final, Fan- Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, Mario Kart 8, and The Crash Insane Trilogy. So, Honorable uh, mention for Star Fox 2 as well. Uh, yeah, I, 
I, I have a lot. To, let's let's save that one for, for a little later. So I want start with yeah. the Crash Insane trilogy because I did not play that one too too much, but like I know Crash is a good game, so I'm wondering what they did differently with this one. See, I will respectfully disagree with that. Actually, believe it or not, really. Like I played the Insane Trilogy and I was less than impressed after being told through my entire childhood that Crash is the greatest thing ever because I was a Nintendo baby. I didn't oh, own okay. a PlayStation until like like relatively recently. Mm, okay. I was really late to the PlayStation party. But um, I picked up the Insane Trilogy and I felt like I was fighting the controls the whole time. Like I really oh. did not have an enjoyable experience. Like, it, it, I understand why people like Crash. I just feel like they didn't really bring the controls into the 21st century. Gotcha, gotcha. That That's unfortunate. Like, you think that with a remake, they'd take the time to actually, like, update the controls and, like, yeah. you know, make it kind of polished, but, like... But a lot of people liked it, like, a lot of people liked it. So that's why we put it in the running. But, like, you know, spoiler alert, I didn't like it, so that didn't win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have some dramatic tension. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, I mean... Let's be honest here. I did nothing but shit on the game. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age. Um, I love the world of Ivalice in Final Fantasy, mm. which is what this game is set in. And it did absolutely what needed to be done for this title because we got the job system, which is yeah. absolutely fantastic. And I love it so much better than the original release. Oh man, like, and you could do like dual classes for the uh, Zodiac Age version. Yeah, yeah. And that that I have seen so many crazy combinations with those. Yeah, and uh, just absolutely well done. I absolutely loved every minute I played this. I need to finish it actually because, like I've said a few times, like I, I have a full time job. I don't have time for JRPGs anymore. <laughs> no, I completely understand. But dude, like I. I can appreciate it when a developer understands what a gamer wants and what a gamer needs instead of trying to make it like artificially hard. Just be like, here, let's make that a little bit easier for you. Because I think yeah. they have like what times three times four speed. So it makes yeah, grinding yeah. in the game so much easier, which is great when you have like the, the job points, which are yeah, very which heavy so job long points. To grind, yeah. It, so it, it eliminated it eliminated the grindy feel that the original had, which I really liked, and I love the story of this one. And Vaughn mm. is Vaughn is one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters of all time because <laughs> he's a sky pirate. That's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. And he made he makes an appearance in a number of titles actually. Like he and Pinello have uh, I don't I don't even really know if it's a cameo. They have a pretty major role in uh, Final Fantasy Advanced Tactics Two. Oh yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're they're playable characters. Like you can have them in your party and they have like quite a few bits of story with them. Like they're heavily involved and I loved them in mm -hmm. that game and I love them mm -hmm. in this game. So right. um Yeah, moving uh, on though, uh Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I love Mario Kart and I will always love Mario Kart. <laughs> same, so like nobody same. had a Wii U. <laughs> Except yeah, for that, me and like a few other people. So I didn't really play the original very much with people because they didn't really want to. Mm -hmm. But I do like the additions they made with the controls on this one. So like, yeah, the controls know, feel so much better. I know a big concern was like using the Joy-Cons as the steering column, especially if it's just like just the one. Yeah, uh, but I like the way they handled that. I think that smart steering is dumb and will forever be dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. It should never be a that thing. That is like. That is the one thing I would always be confused about. It's like, why is this on by default? Because I was like, I was playing with a friend and I was like, 
why am I so bad at this right now? Like, <laughs> right. I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not making all these horrible choices. And he's like, oh, you need to turn off smart steering. And I was like, the hell is that? <laughs> he and showed me, me and I was like, why did they think that was a good idea? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I do understand why they have that there because I think they were trying to like pander a little bit to the younger audience and make it a little easier to steer because like, you know, like it's a small thing. If you're not used to it, I can see the application, but like, it really wasn't well yeah. done, and like no. it's, especially for like seasoned uh, players, like that just kind of gets in the way of stuff. But I remember, I, do... I think it was Delfino Airport or whatever that stage is called. Mm-hmm. I was drive, I was driving, and there was a person in front of me, so it steered me into a truck, and I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" <laughs> but like grievances do... aside, like I love the fact that it's portable. It's absolutely yeah, I... great to play on the go. I absolutely enjoy. I enjoy every second of it. And oh, yeah. Waluigi yeah. is best. So, <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact that they added a few more characters. Like, <laughs> the Kooplings were so unnecessary in this game. I mean, they even but added the Squid Kids, too. They added the Squid Kids, which is really cool. And I enjoy playing as the uh, Inklings. But <laughs> the really funny thing also, I think, is a great missed opportunity. Um, They have a Splatoon stage this time around. They mm-hmm. missed an opportunity to turn the blooper item into a into a splatoon squid oh my gosh you're not wrong that would have been perfect yeah i thought that would have been so funny like it was so it was so great though and like all my grievances aside are just like things that's like you could have done this it would have been really funny or like <laughs> why did you do this really weird thing and thank you for making it turn offable yeah yeah that, but like that's, i think that's the thing like it's okay to have a gimmick that doesn't work just make sure it's toggleable it's toggle yeah. toggleable so we can like ignore it <laughs> star fox zero don't make fun of my baby, okay? Just going through <laughs> I don't a rough know how patch. you like that game. It's good. I, I think I really think if you play the two-player, you'll change your mind a little bit. On the topic of Star Fox, though, like John didn't like it because he has nostalgia goggles for the leaked ROM, but well, I don't. Let, let, let's let's clarify. We're talking about Star Fox Two. Yeah, um, yeah. I was about to say that. Okay, I just want to be sure. Just want to be sure because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we were talking about Zero before. I don't want people being confused. <laughs> no, no, no. Star Fox Two got an official release on the SNES Mini, which. <laughs> has been thankfully significantly easier to obtain than the SNES Classic, or the NES Classic. Yeah, but like, the SNES Classic is great, and I immediately, the first thing I did, I didn't even plug it in and turn it on. I plugged it into my computer and modded. (laughs) Smart, smart. (laughs) I cracked that thing and added every single SNES game that I own to that collection, including Chrono Trigger. I should add that ROM on there to see how it plays. Yeah! Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay, okay. See, you may or may not be able to do that because the one thing is I've actually had a lot of difficulty getting ROM hacks to work. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I might not be doing something properly, but I cannot, for the life of me, get a ROM hack to work properly on the SNES Classic. Well, I'm still going to give it a try. We'll see what we'll, we'll see. Yeah, what happens, like but... I definitely am going to give it a look Like once I actually pick that thing up again. I've been playing my PS4 a lot more, but mm-hmm. like... That thing's a mini RPG machine edition. Like the SNES oh, Classic, God. honestly, could have been could could be the SNES Classic in general could be the winner of the Comeback Kings. Yeah, for like, real though. I'm gonna upgrade. I'm gonna upgrade Star Fox Two to SNES Classic. Like we have a new nominee here, the <laughs> SNES Classic. Okay, okay, I'm okay with that. And like, yeah, <laughs> if we're going with the SNES Classic, I would say let's let's stick with the the I think the 23 or 24 uh uh preset games they came with. Yeah, those are like the best of those. Those are like the best of the best. Like one the of best those of would easily cost you hundreds of dollars to try to obtain. Now it's cr- like, they Chrono really, Trigger, oh Earthbound. 
Like they Final really Fantasy took VI. their time. They took their time and effort putting this list together. I so said kudos to them. They did, and I said Chrono Trigger, but I just realized that's only mine. So <laughs> not Chrono Trigger, but final, but Earthbound. That game yeah, is like Earthbound. Earthbound, absolutely. Yeah. But um, all right, so we have our list of comeback kings. The winner of the Comex King title is Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age. Congratulations. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah. yeah, I really think the class system edition was really, really nice, especially the dual classes. Again, speeding up the, for farming those job points and EXP is just like really, really nice because like that. Yeah, and the one thing that we haven't said yet, it just looks amazing. Yeah, like they redid the graphics too, and it just looks yeah. so nice and like, polished. Graphically, it's so nice. And like the world, like I said, the world of Ivalis is one of my favorites. Like mm-hmm. it has so much depth to it that like you can't not love this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was I, I enjoyed it the first time. And like the remake just makes it just takes it to a whole new level. So it's it really is the winner of this category. Hands down. Yeah, I was actually kind of half tempted to like pause recording and message you like, hey, do we want to like throw one over on them and make the SNES classic the winner instead. <laughs> no, I'm glad you just went with it, man. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, no, the SNES classic, like, I I, I got to give it credit because I love it, but I've played all those games already. Yeah, so, and so it's, it's, it's more Zodiac of a nostalgia Age, I never thing. actually, oh. I never actually got to play 12 to completion because, I, like I said, I was really late to the party with PlayStation. Right, right. I got my PS2, like, I think right after I graduated from high school-ish. Mm. So I was really late to the party on it. Right. And 12 was one of the first games I picked up for it. But I also picked up like six or 12 other titles <laughs> along with it. Somewhere between that, those two numbers. I don't right, remember right. exactly. But like, that's when I first started playing Kingdom Hearts as well. Oh, which right. absolutely fell in love with. So that took priority. Like I, <laughs> I sampled all the games I played, found Kingdom Hearts, even though I knew I liked Hearts. I mm. like hadn't actually played it to completion before. So that was the first time, and I was just like, yup, yup, we are a go, all rust in Kingdom Hearts position, please. And yeah. Now, before we move on from this category, I do want to say uh, real quick for the SNES Classic, uh, they did introduce save states to that now. So you can have yeah. up to four save states per game, which, which I is think is really nice. For like so I, many games. Oh, yeah, especially the ones that are like strictly password based. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Which, to be fair, there weren't that many on the SNES because they had introduced battery saves by that point. For for but, some games, for some games, yeah, it makes us it makes certain things a little more bearable. Oh yeah, like yeah, Contra, for instance. Oh geez, Contra. I know there's a Jurassic Park game that had like you had to play that the whole way through. You had to. Right. There was no password. There was no save. There's no 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 passwords. You just had to beat it in one sitting. That was awful. Mega Man X. Oh, man, that one, too. Jeez. Yeah, Mega Man X had a password system. It's mm. really convenient to just be able to save, yes. like, oh, after beating a boss, like, open your save state instead of opening the game. See, and, and it, like, it really is just about the little things that make something truly great. It is. And uh, I think we're going to go ahead just, like, just for good measure, we're going to go ahead and make uh, the SNES classic the comeback prince of 2017. Okay, that's fair. I, yeah, yeah, comeback prince. Congratulations. That's good. I, I'm okay with that. It definitely deserves that title. Yeah, definitely does. And uh, I guess moving on, though, um, those are all the things that that are like titles related to this year. 
but it's 2018 now. 2017. Yeah, of 20, sorry, 2017. We wanted to talk about what we're excited for 2018, though, as well. Woo! So we have our most anticipated game of 2018. And our nominees for this are Monster Hunter World, Mega Man 11, Spider-Man for PS4, and I really hope, just real quick, I hope they have a photo mode where you can take pictures of yourself and give them to Jay Jonah and get, like, <laughs> in-game money or something. Nice. Because that would just be hilarious to me. And uh, But I digress. And finally, last but most definitely not least, is Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, my God. Yeah. And like that, I just said, I love Kingdom Hearts. But, like, like, it's, it's kind of yeah. interesting because you were late to the PlayStation party. I was late to the Kingdom Hearts party. Like, I think I just started you playing were. all of the games, like, last year. So I, I am, think you started playing them with the HD collection, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think I had to beat at least 1.5 before we had gone seeing the Symphony in uh, April. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. I think you had just started playing too. No, or was it 2.5? Maybe. No, it know. was no no, cuz I had beaten 1.5 and I was on 2.5 and I had to at least beat Kingdom Hearts 2 before I could go up. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, um Monster Hunter World uh Oh, spoiler speaking, alert real quick. Speaking of the little things, man, they just got that right. Yeah, that's coming out tomorrow. So tonight. That's coming As out a- tonight. It's coming out tonight, actually, as of recording. That, as that of, as, of, as of this moment in time right now, it's going to be coming out in two hours, and I really wish I had time to play it, but, like, this weekend, we soon, <laughs> soon. Soon, my son. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Mega Man 11, that came out of nowhere. Like, nobody right? expected that. And they kind of go, it's like he, a way throwback to, like, the classic, like, the original kind of Mega Man. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, they... They had like a little bit where it shows like Mega Man going through a door that says 2018 and he has like more modern graphics, but the gameplay still looks to be like classic. And I definitely look forward to hearing more about that because I am so excited. <laughs> like I absolutely love Mega Man. Mega Man is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Oh, it is hard man. as balls, but like, oh, oh my four, God, I X love it. X4 through 6 were my favorites. I absolutely love those. I love all of the X games. I love all of the originals like so many people have complaints about them but like two mm. still holds up to this day the only one i can see kind of falling off is one because it's really dated and two mm. is just such a deviation from one that i can totally understand that gotcha, and that's gotcha. why they put that one on the nes classic instead of one but um but yeah um i'm really excited i hope it's good i really hope it's good yeah me too me too and uh spider-man that game just looks so polished and we haven't had a Spider-Man game, like a good Spider-Man game in a really long time. And it has an original story. It's not based off of a movie. The combat and just movement in general looks like they actually thought outside the box, like what could he do with his powers? Mm-hmm. And then they did it. So I, I'm really excited for that. I think that has, I don't think it has an official, official release date yet, but I, it, they've said it's slated for 2018. So I'm really excited for it. And I love Spider-Man as in general. But I will say of all of the all of the games we're going to be mentioning for this particular category, that one has me worried the most for earning the No Man's Sky award. Like I really hope that one's good. Yeah, I really do. I'm, I'm worried, but I'm hyped. <laughs> like it's a strange mixture. Like I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's that's kind of how you have to be nowadays. Then Kingdom Hearts 3. They say uh. this is coming out in 2008. I want to believe them. And I, I say want to believe them because they have 
They have wronged me before, and I've been looking forward to this game for so long now. Just like, please just come out. I want to love you. <laughs> I want to smother you with my love. Oh, goodness. But like, yeah, I I'm so excited for that. It's going to be great. I want the story to finally wrap up, or at least this part of the story, because it's going to continue, they've said. Oh, man. But yeah. Um. Without further ado, let's get to what our most anticipated game of this year is. So drum roll, please. It is a tie between Kingdom Hearts 3 and Monster Hunter World. Woo! Woo! Congratulations to both of you. Yeah. So I can we couldn't not we couldn't not give it to both because John and I pretty much became like really good friends bonding over Monster Hunter. Oh, dude, yeah. And again, all the little things they added in the demo just made it yeah. so hype for the game. They've changed up the armor system It has system so entirely. many quality of life improvements. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really interesting. Like, not even control-wise, really. It's just they added some control more... Control-wise, it's the same, but like, just, it's a Monster well, I mean, they added more need to change it. They added some more combos for weapons, so they're much more flowy now. There's a lot, there's a lot more fun. Like, Sword yeah. Shield used to be the bane of my existence, but now I freaking love that weapon man it's so much fun mm -hmm. and yeah it it's is, great it's just little things like damage numbers uh moving around when you're using items uh being able to like crawl and climb and slide down stuff for faster travel and traversing around the world uh being i like able the to new track tracking monsters. system yeah that's just yeah. just little things that you didn't think of that you wanted that are just like bigger item pouches oh my like, gosh infinite whetstones oh i really hope yeah. the infinite whetstones stick around oh and don't it's, forget the mantles it's just, the mantles yeah. have such a cool oh, yeah. flavor to it it's just so many quality of life improvements that i like i'm really i haven't looked at reviews because i can't bear to see that it's bad yeah but yeah. i don't think it is because i played the beta we both played the beta yep. and absolutely loved it it's a oh, monster yeah. hunter game, oh right? yeah and I think is I think uh, weapons are going to be a much bigger deal because you can switch weapons in the middle of a mission. You usually couldn't do that. What you, whatever your setup was, you were stuck yeah, that's with that. crazy. So, but it's great because it's like if you pick like what happened in the beta is I picked the uh, insect glaive and didn't know that you could switch weapons mid mid mission. Mm -hmm. And the insect glaive, spoiler alert, was the wrong thing to pick to fight <laughs> the peril. <laughs> Because it's very tough skin, so I needed the hammer, and I was like, I don't have the hammer. I have the insect glaive. You do now, so my child. I beat it literally with five seconds to spare. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was cutting it close. But, like, I still loved it. Like, it's absolutely fantastic, and, like, the challenge was there. I really hope, though, that the time is back up to an hour, not 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I think that may have just been for the beta, though. For City yeah, I think yeah. I think it was just to make it a little bit more challenging just on that end. But yeah. we'll, we'll see. I was we'll just see. like, I don't like being clutch because I actually do enjoy like exploring the terrain and not like having to rush to the monster. Yeah, like for immediately real. for real. So if they take that out, I'll be a little disappointed, but it's still fantastic. And I, I, I trust them. Capcom has earned my trust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 is kind of a different monster entirely yeah just like i said i'm not even sure if that's coming out this year they claim it is but we don't have a date well we have a year which is good enough for most people and hopefully they stick to that, that literally could mean it comes out on new year oh. it, it could be it could be we don't know we'll find out but it's like see it's kind of weird because i'm seeing it from both sides like i got you got you the hardcore fan who's been there since the beginning and so it's been like years since this game has come out so like sure monster hunter was hype but like this is like this is a huge. This has it, been waiting. Yeah, this has this, been. This would be many like years all, the on the same caliber if they had announced Half Life Three coming out. Basically, like as far as like how much hype was behind the game. Oh god, and how yeah. long it's been since it's like they got a proper release. 
And the Never Gonna Happen Award goes to <laughs> Halfway Three. But yeah, and then there's me who's got there late, so like I didn't have all that time to wait. I kind of have, I'm kind of binging it all now. So the wait, so it's not as big of a drop for me. But based on the graphical improvements and like the story I've seen so far, it's going to be really, really good, and I am excited for yeah. it. Maybe not as much as most, but I'm still excited for it. Oh, and fully expect the Kingdom Hearts podcast whenever that comes out. Oh God, Austin, that's Tori, and I are all probably more of us, honestly. Yeah, I'll be actually able uh, to at the join minimum you for that the three one. of us. Yeah, we're definitely going to be talking about that and just gushing over it. It's mm. probably going to be like a three-hour podcast, so be <laughs> warned. Well, I mean, it's but, probably a big game. Like, like two. If like, what was it? Point two? Was that uh, t- uh, zero point two? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was basically like one world, which is like a yeah, like a four-hour quest, right? Yep, more or less. So, like, this game is going to be expansive. Yeah, and um, on the topic of podcasts that monster hunter world is going to be the next thing that john and i talk about probably in about a month because we want to get time to play through it play with each other Mm -hmm. uh and (laughs) funny thing to note about this game also i'm a pc gamer it's coming out for pc but i'm getting it for both like i'm getting it for ps4 now and actually finally biting the bullet and getting ps plus Mm -hmm. because i'm that excited yeah exactly me too so like (laughs) I can't believe I'm getting PlayStation Plus just for Monster yeah. Hunter, but like it's worth and it. And like I messaged John the other day and I told him like I need I need your help. We have to have a serious conversation. Oh god, here and we go. He he's talking to me like, "Okay, what's up? I I I'm here for you. What do you need?" And I was like, "I'm being torn apart full, inside." Full, full disclosure. Full disclosure before we keep going on with the story is like, "I need to talk. It's tearing me up inside." I'm like, "All right. He's either actually going through some crap, but if I had to take a guess, this is probably going to be about something that's not nearly as consequential as he's making it out to be. Because I do that a lot. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he plays with yeah. my feelings all the time. <laughs> he, he was taking me seriously. And then I'm just like, all right, John, what do I do about Monster Hunter World? And he's like, God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and so I told him to bite the bullet and uh, make the plunge with me because, like, as far as we know, the PC version is going to be coming out in like a year. And even then, it could be they, delayed. They further. say fall, but it could be longer. And like, I'll definitely get it again because I know I'll have people on PC to play with because I have a lot of friends who only play PC mm-hmm. who love mm-hmm. Monster Hunter as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's I'm good. not really concerned and like I would gladly give more money to that franchise. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, money talks. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, well, I think that just about wraps us up and we actually did pretty good on yeah, time. Yeah, no, today. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we're doing pretty well, but like, hold, hold on one second. Oh, we actually have one more category. I just found this one at the bottom of the oh, stack. Oh, shoot. All right, bring it out, bring it out. Let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, so this is the category for Best Battlefront 2. And huh. the nominees are Battlefront 2 2005, developed by Pandemic Studios, Okay. or Battlefront 2 EA. I don't think we really need to say very much about this. The winner... Is Battlefront 2 2005 by Pandemic Studios. Congratulations. Hands down. It has been 13 years in the making. You have deserved it. Take a bow. Get up here. Make a speech. No speech? Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Oh, and uh, Skyrim, take a note from uh, Battlefield 2, the 2005 version, because they haven't had to release it for multiple consoles, maybe like two or three, and yet I still play that game today. So, you know, just just take a note from them. Just take a note. Here's what happened, actually, with that. Oh. I uh, picked up... Oh, I've had this game for years. Uh-huh. Um, 
but I picked this up first time in a really long time after I played the Battlefront 2 beta. Oh. Um, and I was just like, man, this takes me back. And I played through the entire campaign. The library and everything. The, if you don't know, the library is one of the most obnoxious levels, oh. not only in Halo, but in Battlefront 2. Because oh. you have to stop Jedi from destroying the library while oh, you're trying to kill them all. that was awful! It was horrible, it was oh. time-based, and you pretty much didn't even have time to get to there before <laughs> they were finished. I know, it was terrible! So, it's really hard, and it's obnoxious, <laughs> but like, I finally managed to do it, and then it's all downhill from there. Oh, like, yeah. That's easily the hardest mission, and probably the least balanced mission of the game. But the conquest mode was fun. I love oh, conquest, mode, conquest mode. Oh my god, conquest mode. The only flaw about that is there's one map that is slanted for both sides. So like there's one that only CIS will win if they have any brains at all. And there's one that only you will win if you have any brains at all or um, not you. I, I always play as the clones. Oh, I like gotcha, them. gotcha. Um, so the Republic or CIS, there's one map for both sides that's slanted as hell. Yeah. So yeah. it's really hard to actually <laughs> win. But it's worth it, though. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's totally fun. worth it. I played that all the time with my friends on their PS2. Oh, like, dude, I, I still play that every memories. now and then because it's just it's just a solid game. Like, sure, it's not exactly polished, and there's the, it, it's definitely a little clunky as far as the movements goes, but it's just a good game. It's old, but it's a great old game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an oldie but a goodie. Well, you, and, have, you have any other categories in that wondrous uh, bag of uh, uh, titles you have in there? Uh, let's see. Uh, did that. We 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 did that. Um, I thought we vetoed the best shade of puce. I, I, you know, I'm a big. We're fan. just gonna throw that. We're not gonna deal oh, with that. Oh, you're no fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those were our thoughts on 2018 and gaming. And well, in and 2017, 2017 mostly. That's what I meant. Yes, <laughs> I meant 2017. <laughs> Man, I haven't adjusted to the year being 2018 this quickly. And clearly, like, clearly. That's really why you had me time. around to kind of just bring it back into yeah. reality. So no worries. Bring I got me you. back. Last year was not 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that was our thought on the past year in gaming. And we really hope that you agree with us. And if you don't, feel free to uh, tear us new ones in the comments. Oh, yeah. And tell us why we're idiots and why we should, uh, you know, not deserve to have this podcast and why we should probably turn it over to somebody more qualified. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Offhand, I'll say like Austin and Tobias. I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't do as great of a job as us, though, because, you know, we love each other more than they love each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we, we definitely have a, a t very tight bond. Yeah. But, uh, you know, tell us tell us why we don't deserve to live on this earth. And we, we might consider moving to Mars if you give us you know, a convincing <laughs> enough argument. But, yeah, that'll be it from us tonight. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys next time. Bye. And don't forget Monster Hunter in like a month or so. So stay tuned.